All right, here's another episode and another week gone by. Um, I really should get back on track here, but today was my final stream. Um, and uh, that was interesting. I'm your host, Soggy Sockies. And uh, yeah, I hope your week has been good. Um, I will be more consistent on the uploads here. Um, from now, at least for a month's time, because this will be the only place where I can kind of vent my frustrations of my healing journey. Of course, I enjoy Twitch. I do. Um, but it does take a lot. I'm not going to lie. I'm running out of energy to even do it. And I'm to the point where sometimes I debate whether or not it's worth actually streaming anymore. <laughs> and sometimes the fun is being lost. In the sauce of it all. But that's a conversation for another time. And I think I'll really figure out my answer at the end of my break. If I'm really like... I don't know. If I'm really committed to streaming in general. And um, I do enjoy meeting new people all the time. I, I do love that aspect of it. But, you know, at the same time now it's becoming like really... Um, a balance between the in real life relationships that I have already and that I'm already struggling with with online relationships um, so you know it's always an interesting thing um, I feel like I always kind of have this issue where I set a boundary but then I kind of am lenient like and I let a little bit slip and then a little bit slip more then it completely slips and my boundaries completely crossed and that's really no one's fault but my own and I really just have to stop being nice <laughs> I think this is the problem with me I have to stop being nice um or well not being nice but like I don't know like putting I don't know I need to be a little bit more selfish I think um I'm trying the best I can <laughs> to be, but it's kind of difficult. Um, of course, there's a lot of things that I'm trying to unlearn. Like, for example, um, a big thing right now that I'm trying to unlearn is my anger and how I deal with it. Like, a lot of it is channeled physically. I'd like to channel it into creative projects as well. And see how that goes. So, um, one, one huge part of my break from Twitch will be, um, dealing with my space because it's so messy. So I'm actually, um, announcing a series on here where I will be on my TikTok. Hmm. The day has finally come where I use a TikTok. I've already recorded the first episode. I probably will do a couple more this week, of course, as I go, but essentially it's surrounded around a 30-day plan. However, I'm not quite sure how well I'm going to stick to consistently doing it every day because of work. So I'm going to have a goal of around 30 days of straight, straight up goal work, I guess you could say. So what that would look like is basically every day that I am streaming, or sorry, well, every day that I'm cleaning, I'm going to record it. I'm going to record it and I have broken up 
cleaning my apartment into different sections. So I have starting number one, my kitchen. Number two, the bathroom. Number three, the living room. And number two, whoa, number two. Am I even awake? Number four, my bedroom. And number five, the worst of them all, the closet. So really, um, it's going to be quite a bit of a journey um, this next month doing that. So I'm planning, I've already kind of begun. Hopefully this week I'll get seven days worth of cleaning done, which would be towards my kitchen and bathroom. And I would just be doing little things. Um, I have a friend who's really great to me. And she told me that there's a way to kind of think of things that way you don't get as overwhelmed. And one of the ways in which she does that is she does 1% better every day. She just always remembers that as long as you do 1%, even if you can't do 100% of what you were seeking to do, at least if you did 1%, it will snowball into 100% later down the line. And you'll be so happy with the journey that you took to get there, that you even did it in the first place. So when you look back, you're going to realize how those little steps were so minor of an inconvenience and that you can accomplish a lot, um, even if you think that the task is huge at hand. So I think this is a huge lesson. I'd like to also not only um, teach myself, but to share with other people. And I think that recording it as a series on my TikTok would be great. I've seen a lot of people do cleaning TikToks and stuff. It's called clean talk or some shit. Um, I would like to do that. Um, more, more so as a personal journal. Of course, my podcast is a personal journal to me. It's the most raw form of my emotions and feelings. And Hopefully, again, at the end of the day, my only goal is really to be relatable to someone out there that maybe stumbles upon my podcast and feels kind of like crap and might not even know that someone else is going through something really similar. So, you know, I always usually have a smile on my face, but the issue is, is like, I have a lot that I have underneath, you know, it's kind of locked away in the basement of my heart and it's the most painful things like my space gets treated so poorly and that's just a result of me not caring about myself I really don't care about myself a lot the cleanliness of my apartment is really based on the fact that I, I don't really want to be like I just you know like you just want to disappear sometimes like there's so much debt too. Like, I have so many money problems as well, and I think a lot of people don't really get that, especially my younger audience that doesn't really understand that as much. Um, and it's easy to say, like, you know, you need money, but uh, a lot of the time, people don't realize that debt is a very personal thing sometimes because you feel guilty. And I'm not saying that everyone makes this mistake and that everyone fucks up. And some people actually do end up with debt that's not even their own fault. But for me, it really is mostly my fault. It's mostly my fault. 
and I have to be very upfront and transparent about it and deal with the consequences of past actions that I've had because where I wasn't in control of a lot of things was the fact that I didn't know a lot. I had an ego when I was 19. I'm paying for it now. And these things transpire because of not dealing with the issues that I had underlying, which were kind of like control issues, friendship issues, family issues, all kinds of things. And like they were just way more amplified because of how long I've put off and how deep seated the trauma actually was. And so regardless of how much I hate my life and like I hated the things happening to me and that I wish people would, you know, commit the commit the the unalive. Unfortunately, you know, that's a very juvenile way to think of the world. And I'm trying to like grow out of it, of course. And with that takes a lot of patience from other people. And I think what is really healing in all of this was the thing that <laughs> pained me the most was actually losing a lot of my childhood friends. And I'm not even sure really to this day if I really lost them at all or if they just kind of distanced themselves over time. Um, there was no re- real big falling out, to be quite honest with you. It was nothing huge of a fallout that I had with anyone. I think there were like little things that built up over time and people got sick of me, of course, and I got sick of them too. There's only so much of the same shit you can deal with over and over. And I feel like at some point the pandemic kind of was a great opportunity, especially for people to get away from me because I was I was very like controlling. And I think that's why I give a lot of people shit that are like that, um, especially at my workplace right now. There's people going through things that I am personally not in interested in even hearing about really. Mostly because I have to work through still some of that similar situation that they're going through in my personal life. So I don't have enough space to give them. And it's something that I'm learning um, more and more is that I'm unavailable for a lot of people because I don't have much room in my little basement anymore to hold all of this stuff. It's all spilling out onto the first floor first, second, third floors of my little home in my heart. And as much as I want people to come and visit me, you know, um, metaphorically, I mean, like, you know, I want love. I want a relationship. I want friendships. I want family, of course. I have to be able to be present. I can't be stuck in the past all the time. I'm not saying, though, um, another thing, though, that I've learned is I've watched a lot of people heal and do healing and how seen some of their journeys, how it works, heard a lot of people talk about what healing looks like for them. And I think the missing component of a lot of people who give advice on trying to, like, be happy with life, you know, just be positive, you know, just try your best, smile at people every day. Uh, Or, for example, like, um, just make sure uh, you're disciplined. Discipline yourself. Don't let go 
of that. Make sure you like change your lifestyle completely and, and, and whole. And so many people are going like all in. And it's to me kind of the reason I think a lot of people at the same time have this despair. They, it's like in a way you're better, but you're still learning how to shut down your emotions. Does that make sense to a lot of people? Like maybe I'm not making sense, but, but essentially what I'm saying is like, you're going from one extreme to the other. You're completely not wanting to live to completely putting all your, your eggs in a basket and going, Hey, I'm living right now and I'm unapologetic for it. And I'm not going to get, let anything take me down my, like, with my positivity. I'm going to be the happiest person. I'm going to be a go-getter. I'm going to do all this stuff. I'm going to be disciplined. I'm going to go get that bag, etc. But then it leads into a burnout. And then you fall back into the slump and you think, why? Why is my life like this? Well, I think that it's such a drastic change. It's, it's, such an extreme change sometimes for people and even if it's gradual even if it's gradual we're we're learning new ways to hold our emotions back it just looks like it's different because it's more positive like right because like when you're upset go to the gym when you're upset read a book when you want to go see people go do this stuff um when you hate society, um, do this. It's like all of this stuff that people on TikTok say, all these therapists that I don't even know if half of them are, are registered. But just most of it comes back to this is um, really and truly, you have to learn how to respect yourself by being honest about your emotions. You have to learn how to regulate your emotions. It's the smartest thing that I've heard from therapy, from um, the registered therapists that I do know are registered, is you have to realize that it's okay to make mistakes. It's okay to go on a journey of change and transformation, but you have to be aware that it's okay to also break down. It's okay to have moments where you feel like you're looking back at your old self for a second in the mirror. It's okay if there's a PTSD response or or tick or trauma that you didn't realize was there or gets triggered even though you thought you were over it. It's okay. These things are fine. They're natural. They're going to happen because you're a human and you're so much more complex than, you know, what what direction you're going into, you know, you can go into like, I'm going to think life is positive or I'm going to be super negative. But at the end of the day, there's balance within these things, you know, just reestablish that balance for yourself after learn how to get out of it, learn how to be negative um, sometimes, but know how to get back to the positive and balance it out. It's okay to have a bad week, a bad month, but have and practice those things that help you get through it. You know, like having a great support system, really building true and authentic relationships with others by being honest with them about your boundaries and your emotions and feelings. Being able to forgive 
yourself, not just other people, is a super big one as well. And I think that's definitely something that I try to do often. And I'm really fortunate to have really great people in my life. I know sometimes I beat myself up. I'm the I'm my number one critic. And for a lot of people, they're their own number one critic. But at the end of the day, um, I have to consistently remind myself, you know, like, I have to give myself grace. I'm doing the best I can with what I've got. And it's okay to have a bad day. It's okay to have a bad week. I will be selfish as long as I don't hurt other people. It's okay to be selfish. A lot of people, and I was explaining this to someone, was that um, selfishness is seen as such a negative thing. Someone says you're being selfish. You think automatically you're you're doing something wrong. That it's it's a negative impact that you're having on other people around you. And sometimes what happens is that people take things personal that might not even be you attacking them. You might not even know that you're hurting them. And that self-awareness is what we need to teach ourselves sometimes is how do you empathize and sympathize with other people um, with your actions? You know, so uh, reflection is important. I don't know how that looks for every single person in the world, but reflection to me looks like me stopping for a second at the end of the day and talking it out to myself. I'm, I talk to myself a lot. It's one of those things that I've learned how to cope with the loneliness. I talk to myself a lot, but I also talk with other people. And so we'll just like go through the day. Reflection happens in a lot of different ways for other people, whether it's like before bed, all those overthinking thoughts come through. But understanding that, hey, you know what? I wonder if I hurt that person. Well, when that happens, to help with the overthinking, because I have this as well, I lie there at night and I go, oh shit, did I fuck up again? Really, like, I, I just think, okay, what is it now? Did I do that intentionally to hurt them? Okay, maybe I did. Maybe, maybe I did intentionally want to hurt them. And I said that thing so that I could get like a response from them that I wanted. And I guess that didn't make me feel like a good person. So then I, I kind of move on. You know, I, I don't try to like overanalyze the situation. I'm like, okay, I guess I did that. So moving forward... I've I've got to be clear that that's not how I want to be perceived by that person. I don't want to be an asshole. And um, a, another part of that is too is like when it's not really your intention to hurt someone. Oh, I think I upset that person. Well, why don't I reestablish what it is that I want in the first place in our relationship? Okay, tomorrow at work, let me just talk it with them at lunchtime or something like I'll just be like hey you know the other day so and so um kind of said this thing to me and it upset me and I didn't know how to tell you guys but I just wanted to let you know it's not a big deal now but it, it kind of upset me and I just wanted to let you know like I don't really like when people say these kinds of things to me and that's kind of a conversation like I would have I know a lot of people don't like confrontation and with that in regard um, 
honestly, you don't even have to con like confront what it is exactly, but you can just alter your actions so that it doesn't affect the other person as harsh as you think. Or you could just let it go. If you don't like confrontation, most of the time I find like a lot of people actually don't care about little things that you've done. Like if, for example, if you didn't hold the door open for someone and you're beating yourself up, you're like, oh my God, why didn't I hold the door open? Well, why don't you tomorrow hold the door open? I know, such millionaire advice. But people don't think like this. I really, truly believe people don't think like this. They think in extremes a lot of the time. And they go, oh my god, I'm such an awful person. I didn't hold the door open. Now I think so-and-so hates me. Or you know what? Like, I'm never going to open the door again. I'm never going to touch the door. I'm always going to make sure someone else is in front of me holding the door open. Because I won't. Or I'm just going to completely close the door on everyone because I can't. I can't recover from that. Like, no. Like, no, you don't have to think that far ahead. Just open the door. Tomorrow, just think about tomorrow. What's tomorrow going to look like? Tomorrow you're going to hold open the door. Guess what? The next day you forget again to hold the door open for someone, I'm sure the world's not going to end. But if you consistently did that, let's say like you did that, and this goes back to that 1% thing. You go and you beat yourself up about something as simple as like not holding the door open. And um, let's say it was like, I don't know, someone you really want to be friends with at work. And you close the door on them. And you're like, oh, fuck. Now they're going to think I hate them. I'm trying to, like, make them know that I want to be friends and I want to talk to them. So you hold the door open for them tomorrow. And then you go into work and you do that. Um, the few days go by, you're holding doors open for people. And then one day you're feeling not well. So you don't hold the door open. And for some reason, that same person you wanted to be friends with, it closes right on them. And you're like, oh, sorry. And like, or you're embarrassed and you don't say anything. You walk away as quickly as you can. Guess what? That's okay. Because here's, here's what happens is like that happens. But then the next few days you do that and you keep holding the door open. And every few days you have like a little like thing where you don't hold the door open. Guess what? You ho- you hold the door open 90% of the time in one month. In one month's time, you are a, like, you feel like a kinder person because you know that if a door is going to close, you're going to open it for other people. You know what I mean? I mean, like, it's not the most deep example of this, but it's a very simple one. And over time you'll see like, oh yeah, you know what? I'm a nice person. I, I hold doors open for people. I do things like that. That's great. I mean, once in a while, it's okay. It's a great practice to do with yourself. I think everyone that listens to this should go and open a fucking door (laughs) and see how that goes for you. See how that changes your perspectives on things. See how many conversations that actually open up. Because for me, I find a lot of these little actions that you do every day that people do actually open up um, conversations or like break down walls between people that might have been there before. Um, Like they might say, oh, how are you? Thank you for opening the door. And and then it starts into a conversation. And then here you are, you're walking through doors together everywhere. And it could be a new friend, you know? Um, I think a lot of the things that I'm working through are very 
very normal things, actually. Um, the, there's a lot of emotion behind it. And see, this is what makes having a podcast, having Twitch, having Discord, all these things really great for me is because I can work through my emotions no matter how raw. Like in the last episode, I got a little upset at the end. Like, you know, I got really upset. And it was because of people's opinions and being opinionated in general about um, diagnosis of others or people not knowing when to like stop, you know, it's, it's for me important that I can share that as well, because as much as I can talk about this kind of thing and like this episode is more of a relaxed or chill one about the things that I need to do and that it's okay to forgive yourself. At the end of the day, I'm only human as well. I'm not a robot. I'm not sitting at my podcast studio. I'm sitting in a basement apartment that has a freaking, I have a container of finished ice cream on the table, two Schweppes bottles, um, some like Tim Hortons like boxes, tissue paper lying around all over the place on my little mic that I got from Amazon and on my laptop that's overheating. You know, I'm sitting in a place where vulnerability, messiness, chaoticness, kindness, conversation can happen. And that's my little shitty apartment. So, you know, like I don't have anything super rigid about my way of living, you know? And what, with my podcast, Try to Be Happy, I think a lot of people think, like, maybe when they click on it, oh, I'm, this must be about how to be positive. Well, it's, it's really more about how you can be positive about yourself. And maybe I'll even change the description. I'm really going to put it in a, a bit more work into this podcast and clean it up a little bit. Because, again, I made this on a um, very sporadic note. I made this podcast in a state of vulnerability where I wanted to talk about deep hurt that I had because I didn't want to end my life. I felt that this was my last cry to help and now that I'm on Twitch, on Discord, I'm feeling like I have a lot more potential than I give myself credit for and so I'm really putting effort into these things because why not? Why not? I think I deserve to put effort where I think it's fun. I'm proud of myself that I work at jobs and that I can make money. But again, at the end of the day, it's not enough. I have to deal with a lot of financial like mistakes that I've made. And, you know, if podcasts come to be monetized in the future and it helps me out, why not? Why don't I do that? I also need to stop being so afraid of like these monetizing things because for fear of not relating to people. I think that I have a strong personality in that sense and I don't think I want to lose that part side of my humanity to um, monetization in that way. And I've seen a lot of videos of things and I think like what the problem is like I'm comparing people's journeys to what I like kind of wish my journey would look like but that's not going to be the case you know it's really not going to be the case and I'm sure every youtuber every podcaster uh and every twitch streamer go through different things 
I don't consider myself a Twitch streamer. I consider myself a podcaster. It's not really talked about much um, in my discords because, of course, I have a more of a friendly family relationship with all the people in my discord. But uh, my podcast is a completely different set of mentality for me. I have a different mindset when I sit down and record an episode. It's a little bit more rigid. It's a little more serious to me. Not in the sense of what I talk about all the time, but in a sense of, like, the effort I put in. Whereas, I feel like um, it's way more of a democracy for Twitch and Discord. I listen to a lot of other people, and sometimes there are there are areas in my life I need to take, take more control of. Because what happened was that I had control issue before. But now I really don't have any, like, control much anymore and I feel like I'm on another extreme and this is what I mean is like I feel like I need to balance I have to find the the balance again the sweet spot and see if I can hold myself to that as best as I can um and it's okay I think I should tell myself it's it's okay to not get worked up about not having things go the way that you plan But it's okay to also, like, be upset that things didn't go to plan. Do you know? So, like, let's talk a little bit about my last stream. Like, I had planned on streaming this weekend and making it really nice. I I had wanted to do um, an art stream. I had wanted to do um, Terraria. I wanted to finish playing that. And nothing worked. (laughs) Nothing worked. I ended up streaming on Discord Breaking Bad. I watch shows on there with my Discord people. Feel free to join in if you like. Um, I know that my listeners are probably a lot different than my audience on Twitch. Um, But nonetheless, you can always join the Discord. You can check my Instagram link tree for the link there. But here's the thing. like, Not a lot of people were able to come. And... It's sad because I have to not see them. And that's kind of what I just wanted to hang out with people. Uh, But I did get to hang out with people as well at the same time. Just not as many. And I think that for me, I wish that the ending of Terraria also involved more people. I wish people were more interested in those games too. Because it's not fair that I play one game and no one's interested in it or shits on it. I like, you know, I had this issue when I started playing Omori. Uh, Omori was a game I really wanted to play and I felt really down some days that people would like just come in and tell me like, oh, Omori is like a shit game. It doesn't make sense. Story is weird and all that crap. Like, okay, I get it. But you don't have to come into stream. I, I like, I can't stress it enough. People that are not interested in these things don't come to the stream. That's fine. I'm okay with that. Um, But, like, when it comes to, like, shitting on the game, like, you want to be in the Discord call, then you have to participate in the game at the very least. You can't just be shitting on it or complaining or being like, oh, really? This again? It's not fun for me. It's not fun. I try to be as polite or nice about it as I can. I haven't really told anyone off about this, but it is something that irritates me. I just wish people would be more aware, like self-aware, that there is someone who enjoys this. 
There's someone that asked me specifically to play this game and therefore I'm playing this game. So don't bitch about it, please, because it's not fair. It's not fair to that person because you put them down. They had to go through um, like tons of different like other games before they could get their request of a game. So why, so why can't they enjoy it? You know what I mean? And why can't I enjoy it? At the end of the day, I'm the streamer, right? Like, I can put it down for so long, but, like, really, like, it's... I don't like to argue about these things. Like, it's not worth my time. Um, and I... If I don't enjoy a game, I've been pretty apparent. Like, I didn't quite enjoy it, but I wish there was more to it than I could enjoy. For example, for Terraria... I enjoyed it. I just wasn't sure half the time what I was doing because I was getting carried so much. So I kind of wish that I took more time, actually. I wish I didn't rush through it as as much as it was rushed through. I wish I could enjoy it because everyone was kind of more experienced. So I didn't get a chance to really learn how to build things on my own, learn how to like interact with the characters or the world or even learn about the lore that much and that was kind of the downside of Terraria for me but nonetheless I had fun it was interesting it was great to have people take kind of charge um shout out to Noah Noah is one of the people that I um have in my streams consistently and has been around for almost every game so you know what like, he put in on a lot of work, and I was kind of upset on his behalf that, like, not a lot of people were there on the last day. I feel like it was a little disappointing. Um, but to put in that much work, that's what disappoints me, and I don't like when people join the call and kind of, like, say, like, oh, Terraria again? I mean, what do you, what do you want? I played, I played this game, like, for example, I played Undertale for so long. And so many different mods. I can't play one game that's different. And then also like for um, Omoria as well. I played Omoria. But you know like. I, I tried to do a different room. And people were like. Omori again. I thought you finished. <laughs> and it's like. Come on. Like I'm trying to have fun here. Don't be a Debbie Downer. If you don't like the content. You leave. Please. This is like the bare minimum. Of what you have to do. Um, a, a big example of this in my life is like PewDiePie, for example. He's my favorite YouTuber, I won't lie. I, a lot of people will call me out for it because it's controversial and you know what? I have a lot of controversial opinions, okay? So does everyone else, okay? Under the sun, so get used to it, sweetie. But I don't like some of his content, I'm not gonna lie. Some of his content to me is just not entertaining, but when it's not entertaining, I leave and I come back. And then there's videos eventually that I do like watching that are nostalgic or even like new content that is interesting for me because it's new. To me, that's respectful because I still like them as a person. And a lot of people I like as a person but I don't always necessarily like the content they're creating. It doesn't mean them make them less of a content creator. It doesn't make them less creative. And it doesn't make them less entertaining. 
they're absolutely 100% entertaining of a person because guess what? They're putting themselves out there on a platform that they get negative, positive, all in between criticism about their life, how they live, how they talk, sometimes even how they breathe, what they do with their finances. People put themselves on the spot. They take a risk. They're taking a risk with their life being put in front of millions of people. So why would you bother complaining and being a Debbie Downer? There's so many content creators out there. I'm not the only Twitch streamer out there. I might be one of the newer, smaller ones that like people can come in and talk to. But, you know, there's so many other places to go as well. And that doesn't mean you're not welcome back either and I think like I like I created a discord rules as well and I wish more people would read them because I feel like it speaks to a lot of how I think of things in life is like if you don't feel comfortable in a space or someone's not treating you right or you don't like what's happening just leave really you don't have to say anything and if you do want to say something that's on you But really, like, it doesn't matter. Like, everyone comes and goes in this life. Nothing is ever permanent. And people need to understand, like, there's no object permanence in this world. There's nothing permanent about any of this. There's nothing permanent. What's permanent about this world? Nothing. Why, tomorrow, if I were to die, I would be dead. And all the stuff that I have, I I wouldn't even be able to think about it anymore. All the debts that I have would be gone. Done and dusted out of this world. But because I choose to live, I choose to take on the consequences of my life. And that's what's the important part is like, you have actions, they have consequences. You want to live and have a fun time then you're going to have to stop making your life and other people's lives hard. And that's the lesson I'm really, really having to take on head on right now in, in my life at the moment. And I'm sure that this lesson is being taught to me because I have to go through a lot more hardships in the future. And if I have to go through hardships in the future... I think everyone has to go through hardships. So why don't I share that and be annoying? And if I'm annoying to someone, turn off the podcast. Or give me the criticism. Don't put me down and tell me that I should go die. But give me the criticism. Tell me what it is you want to hear. What do you want to hear from this podcast? You know, I want to build actually more engagement around my podcast because I want to know who my listeners are. I have... Uh, actually, I got it wrong. Okay, first of all, first apology. Um, Belgium, people from Belgium, not Germany, okay? Belgium are my number one listeners. So thank you for being my number one listeners. Second, second, um, I have 200 and something listens, okay, on my podcast. That's kind of nice. It's it's kind of nice. To me, I don't care how small the number is. It's it's kind of nice that 200 people bother to even turn on my podcast in the first place. So it makes me feel good. It makes me feel good that there's 200 people. But I like to know 
some at least, even like one percent of who it is. I know that maybe there's one or two from my my Twitch that do listen. Um, and even if they don't listen to the full podcast, it's nice that they even follow it, follow along on my socials for it. So that's sweet. But you know. At some point, I would like to have guests, and so um, I'm going to also open up that here, is I like to have guests. I'd like to, in a few months or so, um, figure out a layout that works where I could talk with people who want to talk about their day, who have things that they want to work through or talk through. And I'm not going to give therapeutic advice, but I'm going to be someone they can have a conversation with. So if that interests anyone, please send me a message. Follow me on Twitter at Soggy Socks. Um, You can follow me at all those handles on Twitch, TikTok, where I'll be having that series about cleaning. And you will see little glimpses of me on there. Um, Discord, you can join as well. And Instagram. Instagram is... I don't really know what I'm doing with Instagram. It's kind of a mess. But Twitter, for sure, I'm sure there's some people that want would rather tweet questions and things like that. And that's kind of what Twitter is for. It's for questions. So if you have questions, you can send them to Twitter because three months ago I promised that. And now I finally have it. So yeah. And also, I do have tips open. So if you would like to send a tip my way... I never advertise it, but I do have tips like buy me a coffee. If you would like to and you can afford to, it would really help so that I could take some time on the weekends instead of delivering groceries to create the podcast and to stream on Twitch and do all these extra things. And I love hanging out with people. So hopefully, you know, life goes in the direction in which I'm trying to push it. And I can um, pay off some stuff before I die. Uh, what else is new? Um, well, I guess, uh, like, you know, I have this hiatus happening. So that's pretty much the rundown there. I've got to do taxes. I've got to talk to the bank about some stuff. I've got to downsize my car. I'm looking at apartments, you know, there's so much to balance and I'm going on vacation, I believe, um, at the end of May. So, you know, there's, there's so much happening and I, I just hope that I don't get overwhelmed and get stuck and don't forgive myself. And it really worries me because I am that kind of person that still is extreme and especially to myself I give put my down myself down a lot so I truly truly want to be someone that forgives myself for not being able to come up with the right behavior the right actions so if you are one of the few people that listen to each episode thank you so much for being part of each episode If you are new here, thank you so much for even listening or getting this far into the episode. Feel free to follow me on all of those accounts that I mentioned. I'm always at Soggy Socks. 
I would love to interact with some of you. I'd love to know who the podcast people are and um, get the countries right because <laughs> that would be a good good start. You know, Belgium, um, uh, my apologies. You, you are the number one listeners. I don't know what it wh- what's in Belgium. Maybe I'm just boosted for some reason, but thanks, Belgium. Respect. All right. Bye for now. Stay happy.